Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Rick Dayton joined now on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline by the former Auditor General of the state of Pennsylvania, and we are so glad to have him joining us. It is wonderful to have us uh, have on the program Eugene DePasquale. Eugene, it is, uh, it's good to have you on the program, but we were waylaid right there, and we almost didn't get to this because we were talking about the fact we went to the same school. We both are Worcester grads. Please tell me that when you talked to my producer, Ben, who went to Allegheny, that you slowed down your speech and you talked slow so he could keep up. You did, right? Well, that's absolutely, look, the Gators, you got to talk a little slower for the Gators. <laughs> it's definitely a lot It was cold in Worcester, but it was colder in Meadville. When we played them at Meadville my junior year, and it was cold in Worcester that day, but it was maybe, you know, a balmy 38. I'm we sure. got off the bus in Meadville, and there was several inches of snow. I'm like going, oh, my God, is it cold here? I can hardly imagine what Coach Petterini had to say about a baseball game being played up there then. Um, Eugene, though, we do, well, need, to, we, we do <laughs> need to talk about uh, some other things having to do with cyber charter yeah. schools and things like that, and, and we'll yeah. catch up on our college years here uh, after we get off the air. The, the notion of cyber charter schools, help us understand yeah. why do people get caught up in terms of the funding, and what are we going to do about it? Yeah. So a couple of things. First of all, look, school choice has basically won the argument in Pennsylvania. Parents a couple, you know, about a decade or so ago wanted choice and they have it, which is you have the cyber, the brick and mortar, and obviously your traditional public schools. But what is out of control is the cost of cyber schools, which are now about $3 billion a year. And the thing that is just outrageous about this is the cost is not based on what it costs to educate a child, but where the student happens to be from. So if you're from the Philadelphia suburbs and you're going to a cyber school in the western part of the state, your costs are going to be two to three times as much as someone who happens to be from, say, Butler County or or Washington County, just because of the zip code they're from, which is bilking taxpayers. And that's what needs to be reformed is this whole cost structure. So who's in charge of that? Is that a state legislative issue, or is this something that has to go through educational channels to make that call? Well, there's two parts of this. One is on the cost of legislature and the governor have to reform the process. So you think the cost of educating a child should be based on the, the actual cost, not where the kid happens to be from, then please call your legislator, call the governor's office, ask for the system to be reformed. Beyond that, when a charter school is, and specifically a cyber charter school, is not meeting its academic requirements, meaning you're not delivering the goods, um, the Pennsylvania Department of Education can choose not to renew their charter, and I believe they should, be, they should become much more aggressive in this. When I was Auditor General, look, I was aggressive on traditional public schools and the charter school system, and not getting this reform was one of my biggest frustrations 
um, in my time as Auditor General. That's why I'm uh, helping with the uh, Keystone Center for Charter Change, because I think the fight needs to continue. When you look at the things that you accomplished as Auditor General, you mentioned this is one that you wish you could have gotten through. You know, how do we pick up that battle? How do we continue that fight? Because, again, you know, waste in government, waste in education is something that, that none of us should tolerate. Yeah, you have a situation now where some school districts are forced to or going to be forced to raise their property tax, not because of something that's happening in their district, not because they're building a new building or there's new, you know, a new student wave or, the, or they're just trying to you know, do something else. It's because of the money they're sending to cyber charters. That needs to be reformed. So this is where contact your legislator. And I look, I've talked to legislators on both sides of the aisle. This issue is not a partisan issue. This is not like so many other issues where we should be divided. This is simply about we've got to stop the greed, focus the cost on what it costs to actually educate the child and not for a handful of private operators who mostly are from outside the state of Pennsylvania, by the way, just so they can rake in the billions. Eugene D. Pasquale joining us. He was the Auditor General in the state of Pennsylvania. Now is working on this issue, having to do a cyber charter school reform and getting things fixed there. You also have served in a number of other capacities in addition to being the uh, the state Auditor General. What's next for you? I know you're working on this right now, but do you have other aspirations of doing something else in terms of public service? Well, I was hoping, um, you know, because I saw the Pirates starting rotation last year, that there might be a spot for me. But that's, that's looking that's looking a little slimmer. I, mean, I can call I'm Ben Sherrington. I'll get him on the horn. I mean, if, if yeah. you can still throw I'm, good BP. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, oh, by the way, if they need me for BP, I can do that. So if you can get me to be BP, I, and I probably I could probably still be a pretty solid first-base coach. Too. You think so? You're not just going to wave everybody through all the time, right? You're not getting people thrown out at second. Absolutely. Like, have you ever seen the first base coach? Come on, you're just yelling back when they're throwing the pickoff. <laughs> I can do that. You get the and you get the batting glove, and you, you hold on to them in between innings. I can third base is harder than first. I mean, third. That's where it all comes third, down. Everybody always is yelling to the third base coach. Nobody else is the first base coach. Everyone always wants to fire the third base coach. No one ever complains about the first base. That's a really good point. So you didn't answer my question about uh, other yeah. public service. I'm just I'm, I'm going to ask it again. Other aspirations for doing something else? There is a very good chance at some point down the line I'll be throwing my hat into the ring, but it will. Um, but we'll see how how it shakes out. I'm enjoying doing the work I'm doing right now. So how do you uh, make that decision? What are you going to do? Exploratory committees? Are you looking well, into the, things? Well, the, the the thing is, that you, first of all, you have to assess. You know, to me, it's important of, can I do well in this job? And I, I joke about the Pirates, but there's a joke of, like, I know I can't play Major League Baseball. Um, so I say that that's a joke. We all talk about playing the Major League. But one assessment is, is this a job where my talents and skills can be beneficial to the public? And then you look at the situation, can I win the office? So if those two things marry up, then you make a run at it. Governor? Senator? Either or? Neither nor? We, we we will see at some point down the line. It will not be senator or governor this year. I can assure you that. But you never know what happens down the line. I'm I'm a healthy 50 year old, enjoying doing what I'm doing right now. But there may be a day down the line that uh, one of those would be possible. Well, let's put it this way. How about once you decide, Worcester guy to Worcester guy, we'll go ahead and we'll let people in Pittsburgh know about it. How about that? You got, and that will be a deal. You mark that down, and then we'll just have to work over the Allegheny guy to keep him in the tent. We can certainly take care of that. We'll lock him in his room if we have to, okay? <laughs> it sounds like a plan. <laughs> Excellent. Eugene D. Pasquale, thanks so much for your time. It's good to hear from you.
You got it, Rick. Take care. Have a great rest of the day and talk to you soon. All right. We appreciate it. He was state auditor uh, here in Pennsylvania. He's looked at these sorts of things, says that was one of the things he wished he could have gotten fixed. And I'm telling you, it is a lot of money going oftentimes out of the state of Pennsylvania and school districts are having to pay for it as well. It's Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 